God bless you, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to today's Marksman Prophet. My name is Wilmar Navarro, and I am your host. Today's topic, do you know your father's heart? A father's heart. I'm coming today with the perspective of the heart of the father. I'm going to share a couple of scriptures and share my heart as well as what I've learned as God being my father in my life. Today's bullseye scripture is Psalms 2 and 7. Let me tell you about the Lord's agreement. He said to me, Today I have become your father and you are my son. I don't know if you did not know this today, but God is your father and he loves you so much. He has great things in store for your life. And all you have to do is trust him. And that every outcome of your life that he ordering your step, that he's making a way for you, that you have to understand that he is a good, good father. And every good and perfect gift comes from your father of lights where there is no shadow of turning. See, you can only receive that which comes from your father in heaven. A father. God is your father. Another thing you can know about a father is God is a father to all, not just to you, but to all. Psalm 68 and 5 says, A father to the fatherless and a defender of widows is God in his holy habitation. God is a father to the orphan. God is a father to people who don't have a father. He has been my father. I grew up without my father. My father was killed when I was two. He's also a defender of widows. A father plans for your future. He's a loving father, right? So he plans for your future. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for your good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29, 11. See, God has plans for your life. But in order for you to understand the plans that God has for you, you have to lay down your plans. You have to lay down your desires and give it to him and understand that he has plans for your life. That it's not to harm you. It's not for disaster, but it's plans from the master. See, God has great things in store for your life, but do you trust him? He's a father. A father knows when to give a child something. Because the Bible says that an inheritance received early is not blessed at the end. So you got to know that God gives you something based on your level of maturity, your level of stewardship, your level of wisdom and understanding of that you can handle what's given to you. Maturity is very important when God is giving you something. A father prays for his family. He's a priest. Because you see that with Jesus is at the right hand of the father interceding on our behalf. Yes, when you see Jesus, you see the father. So you see an example of a father. A father loves his children. A father covers his family. I'm going to go here on this topic because the Lord is putting in my heart right now. The priest. A priest in the Old Testament will sacrifice animals for his family, for nations, for the sins of the people a father jesus is the high priest and he's interceding on your behalf you may not you may feel that people are not praying for you people are not standing in a gap with you but i want to tell you somebody who is his name is jesus jesus is the greatest intercessor of them all he's interceding on your behalf so you can make it through we see it in the bible i don't remember the scripture at the top of my head where it's at but it says, Jesus prayed 
so your faith will not fail you because the enemy wants to sift you like wheat. But Jesus prayed that your faith will not fail you. In John chapter 17, you see how Jesus prayed to the Father and Jesus prayed for his disciples and he prayed for those who were coming. He prayed, Father, as you and I are one, that those of them may be one with you. Father, it's the same love you have loved me that I may love them. Father, keep them from the world as you have kept me. You see this example of Jesus of prayer. The father, a father prays for his family. A father protects his family through prayer. A father shows an example for his family. A father gives instruction. Proverbs 4, 1 and 2. Hear my children, the instruction of a father. And give attention to no understanding. See, a father gives an instruction. Your father in heaven, he gives you an instruction so you obey. And when you obey that instruction, it says if you're willing and obedient, you'll be the, the fruit of the land. You're able to eat the good of the land. But if you're willing and obedient, and that's in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. See, God wants to give you instructions, but are you willing to step out into those instructions? Are you willing to do what the Father is requiring you in this season, in this time? God wants you to step out of your comfort zone and follow that instruction that He's given to you because He is a loving Father who knows better than you do. Hear my children, the instruction of a Father, and give attention to no understanding, for I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. See, the Lord gives you good doctrine. The Lord gives you a, a law or word, the, the word, the Bible, because he is the word. But see, it's for boundaries, as we spoke in the, in the, in the past podcast. It's about boundaries. God's trying to protect you from harm and from danger. So follow those principles in the Bible. Follow those principles that they keep you in a place of safety from the evil one and from the tactics of the enemy. So the enemy has nothing to use against you because Jesus said, here comes the God of this world, but he has nothing in me. Because why? Because Jesus followed the obedience of the Father. A father sacrificed and gives good things. Romans 8.32 He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? A father sacrifices and gives all things. A father does not hold on to things, but a father makes a sacrifice to bless his family, his, the, 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 the children. But a father is also a husband and he sacrifices for his wife. A father does not look at his bank account. A father wants to bless his family. Father sacrifices, works hard from the, like the Bible, the sweat of the eyebrow, like the Bible's in the book of Genesis chapter three, that man was going to be working and sacrifices. So their, so his family is able to be provided for his family is able to be taken for, taken care of. See, God has things in store for you as a loving father. And he's just preparing your heart for you to be able to receive these things. Listen to the scripture again. This is about God the Father. He who did not spare his own, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. A father gives up things, sacrifices things for his children, for the, for the sake of the family, the sake of his, because he's also a husband, like I said, he sacrifices things so his home is provided for, for his family to be taken care of. Will he not also, 
along with him graciously give us all things. I don't know what you're in need of, but you have a father in heaven who loves you. And he's going to bless you. He has blessings in store for you. A father disciplines and corrects in Proverbs 23, 13, and 14. Do not withhold correction from a child. For if you beat him with a rod, he will not die. You shall not beat him with a rod and the... You shall beat him with a rod and deliver his soul from hell. I'm going to read that again. Proverbs 23, 13, and 14. Do not withhold correction from a child. For if you beat him with a rod, he will not die. You shall beat him with a rod and deliver his soul from hell. The Bible talks about that in the book of Hebrews as well. And the Lord chastises or corrects those whom he loves. The correction at the time might not feel something enjoyable. <laughs> Let's be honest, when you're corrected in the natural by your father, <laughs> I, I didn't have my father. It was my mother who corrected me in, in my life. But when my mother would correct me, it was not enjoyable. But why was the correction happening at the time with me, with my mother? With you, it might be, you might have, you might, uh, might have had your father in that time of your childhood. I didn't. But when it happened, it was not feeling enjoyable. But when you went through that correction, you understood not to do that thing again that caused you to get correction. See, the Lord corrects in love, but it's his goodness that leads to repentance. And there's times that God's going to correct you in a way of blessing you. And you feel like, I should not be receiving this. I've been doing bad things. And God's like, I'm showing you my goodness. Because that's going to turn your heart towards God, a place of repentance. He starts blessing you, opening doors for you, promoting you, and you're not, you're not walking right with him. But there's times he does that because he's showing his goodness and his love and his mercy and his grace towards you. See, grace is something we don't deserve. It's unmerited favor. It comes, see, God does that because God is love. And the word love in Hebrew is ahava to give. And God gives without holding back. He has things in store for you. He wants to lavish things on you. But you are you ready to receive them? See, go through the correction first. Accept the correction so you know better, you do better. Because the Lord's trying to deliver you, what it says here, from, from hell. It says it here in Proverbs 23, verse 14. You shall beat him with a rod and deliver his soul from hell. From going the wrong way, going the wrong path. is the way that seems right to man, but the, the end thereof is death. Proverbs 3 and 12. Because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. Because the Lord disciplines those he loves. A father provides for generations. <laughs> Proverbs 19 and 14. Houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. See that? Houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers. A father works hard. I said it in the beginning of this podcast. They work hard. They work diligently. They sacrifice. They, they, some, their body is tired and, and fatigued. So, so much labor because they want to leave an inheritance for their father's the, the future's children, their sons, and then the, the sons become fathers, and then it becomes, so they leave an inheritance for generations that are to come. A father lives in inheritance for, for, father, for other fathers. But they also prepare a son to have a prudent wife, to have a good wife, to have a wise wife, because 
The Bible says in Proverbs 18, verse 21, that he who finds a wife finds a good thing is finds favor with God. I don't know. I might be speaking to some single men and some single women. I just feel this from the Lord. Women, you're single. Prepare yourself for marriage. Prepare yourself to be a wife. If you want to be a wife, start being a wife. Look, look up what it means to be a wife, biblically speaking, what the wife did, how they, they, they helped the, the husbands in the Bible, study the life of Ruth, study the, the women in the Bible who became wives and they helped out, study the life of Jacob's wife, you study those things like, because Jacob's wife was a shepherdess before she met Jacob and Je Jacob was a shepherd, they had a dual calling, you know. And, you know, you get in another thing I would say to the single women, get in position in the sense of get in position in the presence of God. Continue doing what God's called you to do because because Ruth was in position. And when Ruth was in position and Ruth, Ruth was taking care of the, the field, I, for, I forgot what it's called, but she was taking care of the field and she was diligent and working. What happened? She was in position at the right moment. God brought her husband, Boaz. That's for the women, for the men. Get in position. Be prepared. Financially, as a priest, I want to speak to the men real quick. Man of God who's listening to me, you are called to be a priest. So you're called to walk in holiness. You're called to walk in purity, but you're also called to be a prayer warrior for your family. Are you praying? Are you preparing in prayer to be an intercessor for your family, for your wife and your children? Are you preparing yourself? Ooh, Rabak, I really feel the heart of the Father for this. I'm speaking to single men right now. Are you prepared financially? Are you prepared as a priest? And are you prepared? Are you prepared as a man? What am I saying here, prepared as a man? Are you prepared to carry the, the load that a man is supposed to carry? Because there's greater responsibilities put in a man than it is in a wife. Because the Bible says that how a man treats his wife is like Christ loves the church. Husbands love your wife like Christ loves the church and gave himself for her. Like, do you love, do you love your wife as you love your own body? I don't know why God has me here right now on this topic, but this is a word for single men who are going to hear this message. The Lord wants me to tell you, do you love your own body? Do you know that your body is not your own? It belongs to the Lord. So your body is not your own. It belongs to the Lord. You are bought at a price. Genesis 47 and 12. Then Joseph provided his father, his brothers, and all his father's household with bread according to the number in their families. So father provides for his family. His brother, uh, Joseph provided for his brother, his, his father's household, and, and, you know, he provided for a whole bunch of people because he prepared himself. So it's important that uh, this is for a word for the single men to prepare yourself 
financially, your credit and all that stuff is very important. A father loves at all times and is a restorer. Luke 15, 18 and 24. I will rise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he rose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell at on his on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him. God has an, a change of attire for you. God put, on, put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. God is going to bless you. You're not going to stay in a place of low debar. You're not going to stay in a place that that, that you think you're always going to be stuck in a place that you're in. God, as a father, he loves you. And he's going to raise you up because you are royalty. And here it says, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it. And let us eat and be merry for my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. A father protects. Psalms 89 and 18. Yes, our protection comes from the Lord. And he, the Holy One of Israel, has given us our king. See, God protects you. He is Jehovah Sabaoth. He sends angels. He's the Lord of angel armies, the Lord of hosts. He releases his angels to keep you in all of your ways. He protects you from all harm and danger. He's your protector. He is your defender. He's the Lord strong, mighty, and battle. He has no rival. He has no equal. Father protects his children. There's times that his children get out of his covering and the father goes and protects them from danger unseen and seen. God sends his angels to protect you from things you did not know. You're going to go through. Psalms 91 and 4 says, He will cover you with his feathers and he will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. See, the word of God is your protection. The promises of God that he watches over you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. If the enemy comes away, he scatters seven ways. The, the enemy has no part, no luck in your life. You see, there's promises in the, in, in the Bible where it says, No weapon formed the fashion against you shall prosper. And every time that rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. For this is the inheritance of the service of the Lord. Vindication includes the Lord. God is your protector. I, this is a word for somebody. God is protecting you from evil. God is protecting you from getting hurt. God is protecting you from harm listen to your father listen to the voice of your father that's trying to protect you from danger telling you don't associate with these people do not go this way do not talk to these people be careful what you're doing do not go ahead of me listen he's trying to protect you don't try to go ahead of him and also in your call of god don't try to go ahead of him if he's told you to wait he's preparing you listen to your father he's your protector he's protecting you because he detects something that you do not detect. A father leads by example. Because he walks in integrity, his children are blessed. Proverbs 20 verse 7. A righteous man walks in integrity and blessed are his children after him. A father does not give up. Isaiah 42 and 4. He will not fail nor be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth. And the coastlands shall wait for his law. You will not fail nor be discouraged until you have done what the Lord has called you to do. Hebrews 12, 1 and 3. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith because of the joy awaiting him. He endured the cross. 
Jesus endured the cross for you. This, this regarding its shame. Yes, to die on the cross, it was a shame. It was a beautiful victory. Do you understand that victory is not always beautiful? But this time it was, it was a beautiful victory because Jesus died and he shed his blood. It was the Lamb of God who took away the sin of the world. It was the final atonement. It was the perfect sacrifice. It was the propitiation for our sins. Jesus carried our sins on the cross. He nailed it to the cross. So we no longer... Come on, the enemy cannot accuse us anymore. Yes, we live a lifestyle of daily repentance, but we are forgiven when we look to the cross. Well, he did on the cross. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. Listen to that scripture, verse 3. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people then you won't become weary and give up. All the stuff he went through, all the stuff he went through, all the stuff he went through, all the stuff he went through. Think about that. Think about all that he went through because he loved you. He loves you. He loves you like no one has ever loved you. He has not forgotten about you. He's your strong tower. He's your refuge and your peace. He is your father. Go into the arms of your father. Your father wants to spend time with you. Your father wants to speak to you. See, I grew up without my father. And I've had to get to know God as my father and as my Abba. I do recommend a book to read. It's called My Heart Cries Abba by Hank Kuhneman. That book really took me to a deeper place of intimacy with my father in heaven. Where I got to see God as a different place that I never saw him before. And I got to understand that. It's truly true what the Bible says. He would never leave us nor forsake us. He watches over us. Because as I was reading that book and I was at the end of the book, I had an encounter with God. The Lord told me, I see you. I have been seeing you. I have been protecting you. I have been watching over you all those years. Even the times you went through struggles, even the times you sinned, even the times, the good times and the bad times and the worst of times, I was there. I was always present. I was always watching because I am omnipresent. I am all knowing. I am an omniscient. I've always been there. God is telling somebody today, I'm watching you. I'm watching you suffer. I'm watching you, your pain. I'm watching your struggle. And I'm trying to help you, but you're not listening to me. You keep not listening to me. You keep putting a deaf ear. And I'm trying to speak to you. But if you hear my voice today, do not harden your heart. As in the day of the people of Israel, they hardened their heart because of unbelief. I said I'm going to do something for you. I am not a man to lie. neither son of man to repent. I am not like your earthly father. I'm not like those who went against you. I am faithful. I am faithful even when you're unfaithful. I'm faithful to those who are faithful. I am a gracious father. I am a compassionate father. I am a father who protects. I'm a father who provides. I'm a father who's praying for you. I'm a father who watches over you. I'm a father who strengthens you. I'm a father who gives you peace. I'm a father who blesses you with great and amazing things. I have great and amazing things for you. Do not give up. Do not grow weary in well-doing because in due season you will reap if you do not faint. Trust me in this season. Trust me in this season of waiting. I am a good father.
I'm with you and I'm for you. I love you. I have not forgotten about you. I am the one who lifts up your countenance. I am the one who gives you peace. I am the one who gives you joy. I am the one who fulfills all the desires of your heart. According to my will, I will do them, my sons and my daughters. I am your father. You are my son, you are my daughter, and I love you with an eternal love. And I draw you in with cords of love. I am the one who's always been there. I know every hair on your head. I know you're coming, you're going, you're sitting, and you're rising. I am that I am. I am faithful, I am true. I am a God of justice. You think I will allow injustice to happen in your life all your life? No, for I am a father and I correct and I discipline, but I defend and I protect and I will fight for the cause of my children. Satan thinks that my children will be afflicted all their lives. No, the enemy was defeated on the cross of Calvary. My blood was shed for my children. My blood was shed for my children because I loved them. I died on the cross and I resurrected on the third day. I am real. As the skin on your bones and my love is greater than wine and life. I give life to those things that are dead. And I speak to all of your dreams, my sons and my daughters. Come up from the place of despair. Come up of the place of gloom and doom. Come out of the place of hopelessness. For your hope is deferred. The desire fulfilled will be a tree of life springing up. I am watching my word to perform it. To accelerate it. I am not a man to lie, me a son of man to repent. I love you. You know my voice, you hear my voice. And the voice of another you will not follow. You cry out, Abba, the spirit of sonship within you. Today I have begotten you. You are my son and I love you and I am your father. Be at peace. I am with you, I am for you, and I'm not against you. I have departed your transgressions as far as the east is to the west and thrown into a sea of forgiveness where I choose to remember no more. You are forgiven, and I have washed you by the word that I've spoken over you, says your Father in heaven. Thank you for tuning in to today's Marksman Prophet. My name is Wilmar Navarro. God bless you.